Hello and welcome to the Agony Uncles Summer Special Part 1. I'm Mark Jeeves, otherwise known as the Thin White Duke, and as Uncle Sai, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash all take their holidays, it's my job to bring you an annual favourite here on the Agony Uncles podcast, the best of Confidential Corner. You see, you lovely listeners to the podcast do send in some really rather sticky and tricky issues to deal with, and in this episode we have four of the most listened to and commented on from the past year. So in this special episode, you'll hear a recipe for love. Your eyebrows will raise at the swinging mum and dad. You'll probably wince a bit at the pinot piles. And finally, you'll be fearful of FaceTime as our toes curl at being caught in the act. But the first problem that you're going to hear is called recipe for love. And as usual, we needed a couple of names changed to protect the innocent. Well, Uncle Dave and Uncle Si can always supply a couple of names. Ginger. Ginger, nice. Yeah. Terry. Ginger and Terry. Okay, so Ginger writes, Dear Uncle Si, and Uncle, you'll be very flattered by this, I hope. Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, I'm writing to thank you and to ask for your help. Me and Terry, says Ginger, have been together for a year. We're both in our later years, but, incredible as it sounds, this is our first serious relationship that we've both had for a very long time. Now, neither of us are actually very experienced sexually. And we've enjoyed learning together. Oh, how nice. This is where you two come in. <coughs> when we first became intimate, Terry would find it difficult to last more than a few minutes before his climactic moment. As a fan of the podcast, we took Uncle Si's advice and we talked about it without embarrassment to try and find a solution. Now, one of Terry's passions is cooking. He's a huge fan of your recipes. He regularly cooks your egg, bacon and asparagus flan and knows it off by heart. So I suggested that when he felt the tingling sensation in his nether regions during lovemaking, perhaps he could think about the recipe rather than succumbing to the coming, so to speak. <laughs> well, this worked very well. He lasted much longer, and but for the shout of sprinkle evenly with cheese, which accompanied his climax, <laughs> it was a very satisfactory arrangement. Oh, she sounds great. Yeah. 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 Our question is this. Which do you consider the most complex of your recipes? Because Terry <laughs> would like to learn it to ensure an even longer result in bed. I have absolutely no hesitation in saying if that man can think about there's a mole sauce that we yeah. have in one of the other it's got everything in it other than the kitchen sink. And I think Dave added to the bottom of the of the fix and if you've got a West Island terrier, you can stick that in it as well. It was ridiculous. It had over sixty ingredients. It was a chicken with a mole sauce. And it was very authentic and very impossible to do. But if we were to learn that by heart, it'd be like reciting Shakespeare. She'd be raw by then. She needs to she'd be screaming, stop, stop. <laughs> Honestly, you'd become a porn star overnight if you thought if it was that sort of thing. By the time you got to serve with a slice of lime, that'd be it. She'd be <laughs> Maybe there's oh. a sexual help book with recipes we need to do. The Barry White of cuisine, couldn't we? Yeah, could. Just take two courgettes and some feta cheese. Ooh. Who needs Nigella? Baby. Me, me. Absolutely. 100% too. Yeah, Brilliant. what a man! Well, 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 it's not fun, isn't it? Lovely letter. Oh, that's great, man. But everybody's got their key thing they think of, isn't they, when they want to hang on a bit longer? Yeah. 
What's yours, Tash? Or is it different for girls? Is it different for girls, yeah. I don't know. Don't think of about anything to make it. I don't know. I'm just having a lovely time. He used to work a bit harder, that's all. He <laughs> <So, laughs> <laughs> needs to learn a recipe. He's got to get your cardio going, son. Come on. I don't think girls do as much. Maybe I'm not. Ladies do write in. I don't think we have to think about or get distracted. We're having such a lovely time. If you boys are doing a good job. Oh, with me, I just think of the ills of the world and that's it. You know, but then if you think too negatively, it can have a, you know, a sobering effect. Yeah. 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 With all this talk of food, I wonder what Terry's post-coital snack is, though. Because um, he must be hungry as well. Of course. See, I used to love a pork pie after. Yeah. Something traditional about that, in a way. Do you do that before you pass out of sleep or after you've passed out of sleep? <laughs> well, these days I'll probably go to sleep, really, yeah. you know, without the pork pie and have it in the morning. <laughs> well, no, I used to go down and have a cup of tea and a pork pie, you know, replenish <laughs> my strength. Yeah, because, you know, you don't have to just do it at the night time, you know, Tash. No, it doesn't do matter, does it? You boys well. just want to fall asleep anyway after it. doesn't matter when. <laughs> no, no, we can't. You know, it may be inconvenient at half past two in the afternoon. You know, you've got other stuff to do. You know, well, you know, just... a, man, a man gives it all. They call it, is it in France, the petit mort, the little death. You know, because you give so much. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. And you feel like, oh. I think it might have ruined my next encounter, because I think I might be laying there thinking, I wonder what he's thinking of now. I might have to stop him and go, just out of interest, what are you thinking of at this point? Well, we've got 30 cookbooks for him to go through, <laughs> Tash. They're all available to you. So, wrapping it up then for Terry, Sire, you think that the uh, recipe that, that you suggested right at the top of the answer is the most complex one he could possibly, possibly learn? Yes, without a doubt. And I'm sure Mr. Bayes would concur. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, we learned very quickly never to publish a recipe like that again. <laughs> well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk. Don't get drunk. Just send an email to the agony uncles. All right, your next problem here is called Mum and Dad's Secret. I need two female names here for Mum and Dad's Secret. Two female names, one of them uh, from you, Uncle Si, one of them from Uncle Dave, please. Beatrice. Beatrice and Betty, the two Bs. This comes to us from Beatrice. It says, Dear Uncle Si, Uncle Dave, and Posh Trash. Which, uh, oh, was oh, oh, yes! yes. Oh, is this is it. That's <laughs> it. That's her moniker from here on in. Posh, Posh Trash. Posh Trash. Oh. Hey, you can have T-shirts made and everything. Oh. Oh, I'm yeah. Posh Trash. Oh, God, you so are. Come here. Yeah. Yeah. What's, that, um, what's that fan site, that thing called OnlyFans, where there are sort of middle-aged oh, women fan giving only, their yeah. to sell their you can do a Yeah, do a fan-only zone. Posh <laughs> Trash. Oh, this is fantastic. It's a whole new lifestyle and whole new career great web, web, register the website domain now yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on it dude i'm on it i'll be calling you next week going sorry can't manage you anymore i'm busy <laughs> <laughs> well listen beatrice has uh, changed postash's life and also has written in and says my <laughs> ma dear agony uncles my mum and dad have moved from their house which is the home that i grew up in into some more suitable accommodation as they're getting on a bit and our house was quite big so that means my sister and i are clearing our old family home out which as you can imagine can be quite emotional when we're in the loft my husband found under a piece of loose flooring a whole wad of letters written in the 1960s from someone called betty all addressed to my dad and containing things that are really really rather rude even by today's standards now betty is not my mum's name and there are lots of these letters 
each of which describes something that Betty would like to do to my dad, along with some other people's names too, and how they might be involved. Now, at first, we thought that Dad must have been having an affair until my sister pointed out that Betty's handwriting is exactly the same as my mum's. We also found two of those sort of eye masks in there, like you have in the opera. Or at swingers' parties. <gasps> she, she also recalls that we used to be sent to stay with Grandma some weekends while Mum and Dad went to a do. Should we mention these letters to Mum and Dad? Absolutely. I say... I say... <laughs> <laughs> I say, says Beatrice, absolutely not. But my sister, who is now convinced that they're on the swinging scene, said we should do, and we're both very intrigued. Any advice would be helpful. Love, Beatrice. Over to you. It's Christmas. Get the sherry out. Get them a bit tiddly and ask them all the questions. Here, what's, we've just been clearing out the loft, and I've just found these. Start with the eye masks. That's yeah. what I would do. No, I think they should wrap them up as the present for Christmas. There's the present for you, oh, folks. They open up the oh, eye you, you might kill them, Tash. You might kill them. <laughs> exactly. How old are these poor people? Well, they're getting on enough to be moving into sheltered accommodation. Oh, that's oh, great. Right. I love yeah, that. I love man. it. I love it when people got past. People forget that parents have sex. You know, that's how you yeah. came here in the first place. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but Dave, there's sex and then there's discovering your other named parents, their secret little names for each other and all the positions and everyone else they've shared Christmas with for the last 10 years and gone, oh, look at Auntie Dora. She's brought you a lovely present. Auntie Dora's suddenly in the letter swinging from the chandeliers. Oh, Yes, yes. yes. And a pair oh. of stilettos. Yes. Uh. I can see Auntie Nora right now. <laughs> I think I'd be quite proud of them, to be fair. Yeah, same yeah. here, man. It'd be great. It's great. I don't know about bit... the swinging side. I mean... Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, but but you know, I, I, are they sure they did that, or did they just like a little bit of role play? You know, yeah, yeah could ah. be that, yeah. Then just yeah, and just suggest it could be just the art of suggestion. Well, how about you get Auntie Nora involved in you know tickling your fancy with a duster? Yeah. You know yeah. how how it could be all of that, couldn't it? I quite like it. If you think about it, if they were together, you know, it's better than going. Oh look, we're in bed. Shall we have a go? Well, we've got five minutes. They've actually taken time and written a letter and sent it and received it and got excited and met up. I think it's all rather romantic in its own sweet way. I and they kept the letters as well, didn't yeah. they? They kept yeah. the letters. How lovely. How lovely. And that's also that thing, isn't it? That, that, uh, that you know, a letter is just so lovely. Yeah, so rare. It? It's rare in these days. Mm, I wrote an email. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Text. Actually, you text. Just, just just thinking back, actually, that guy wanted to throw his photo album away, just jumping stories. That's so rare to have something to keep anymore. Emails get wiped, you lose your connection, your computer breaks. And keeping things is so precious. There's so few material memories you can keep, like letters, love letters and photos, that it's, I think it's wonderful. And how nice they're not ashamed of it. And they didn't rip them up and go, oh, we're being a bit saucy. Don't hope no one finds them. They kept them because one day they wanted someone to know. Maybe they wanted them to find them. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like a time capsule. Yeah. I think they're great. And I think, look, you'll just, look, the, the girls will feel their way, no pun intended. I just think that, you know, <laughs> if they want to, if they should, if they fancy mentioning it, then mention it. And then, if, you know, they, they'll know the, the characters and personalities of their parents but better than anybody. It's always yeah. very difficult to comment on stuff like this. But, uh, I'd, you know, for a laugh, me and Dave would be like, yeah, yeah, you dirty devils. <laughs> you know, but it'd be like, you know, you, you guys will know. I just but think I, it's I, are they going to see it as a gross invasion of privacy, though? 
Oh. Mm, they read them. That's true. They found oh, them. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a you point should never read other people's diaries. You never know yeah. what you'll find. Oh, man, you know, yeah. I was a bit. I was a bit cross with my mum actually. I hope she's not listening. I was a few years ago. She was giving back. We moved abroad um, a while ago, and we put lots of stuff in our parents' lofts. And she came then back and said, well, "Now we've moved into our permanent home. Have some of the stuff out of my loft back again. Here you go." She goes, oh, this box is hysterical. It's all your letters from when you were 16 to your boyfriends and your friends. And I was no a little... No way! And I was a... That's a embarrassing. But also, why did you read that? Because actually that was part of my makeup of how I fell in love with my husband eventually. You know, because who, who I met when I was 16 led me to where I am today. And I was like, hmm, naughty. But I've never really taken it out with her. She knows now. <laughs> yeah. That, that, what's your mum's name? No, no. 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 Oh. Or Wenner. No, it's not. Or Wenner. You nosy, you nosy, nosy mummy. That's yeah. shocking. I was a bit cross, but anyway, never mind. You know, life's too short to argue over those things. At oh, least she knows I was, I was happy and having fun, so it was fine. There you go. Yes, there yes. You go. There you go. <laughs> okay, so uh, we think the advice then uh, to Beatrice is uh, you'll just have to gauge whether or not you think your parents would like to hear about it or not. But either way, sounds like something to be proud of. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Kinkiness. Excellent. <laughs> kinkiness. <laughs> kinkiness. Oh. Simon Kinkiness. That's usually Simon that's, Kinkiness. We've got King. Post Trash and Simon Kinkiness. <laughs> this uh, is it. It's a, it's a porn site. Yes. That's what it is. And Pie Wacket. And Pie Wacket. Pie Wacket. Pie Wacket. Kinky Kingy. And <laughs> post Trash. <laughs> It sounds more like a pantomime than, a, than, a, than, a, than anything erotic. If you've got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony uncles a line. Okay, it's time to head to Confidential Corner. And this is called the Pino Piles Problem. For this, we need one male and one female name. So Uncle Dave, a male name, please. And Uncle Si, a female name. Vincent. Vincent. Oh, lovely. I like that. Yeah. Um, Pat. Pat. Vincent Pat. You can see that on a Vauxhall Chevette mm. window, can't you? Yeah. Right. That's, that's, where, that's where we were going, dude. That's where we were going. <laughs> Vincent Pat. Well, this comes from Vincent, actually, who says, Since October last year, I've been seeing Pat. She's a really super bubbly, fun lady who's had a lot to deal with in her life. But keeps smiling through. She's lovely to be around. She's also very, very, very passionate. And we have a very fun and increasingly adventurous sex life. She loves dressing up, role play, and sorry, Dave, says Vincent, as I know it's not your thing, having fun with food. Splodging. That's the technical term for it, you know. Splodging. <laughs> Splodging. <laughs> not my bag. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. But Vince likes to splodge. All of this is absolutely fine by me. He says, I'm having a great time, having been single for six years previously. But she started doing one thing that I don't enjoy, and I don't know how to tell her. Without wanting to be too graphic, says Vince, she likes a glass of wine. She enjoys dripping it on me and then licking it off. Mostly this is fine, but the other night she started going downstairs with her wine glass and splashed it all over, so to speak. She's unaware of this, but I have a hemorrhoid issue and a fair bit dripped down onto these, <laughs> onto these very sensitive little blighters and the stinging was insane. It was, it was all I could do to carry on without her noticing. She's come home this oh. evening with a bottle of champagne and winked at me, and frankly, I'm scared for my bum. What should I do? I don't want to put her off. Thanks, team, says Vincent. Over to you. Well, I think you should just put Ring of Fire on the stereo and see if she takes the hint. 
Or you can get no tat no entry tattooed on your cheeks. <laughs> oh dear God. Aye. Um, oh. there's a great hemorrhoid. What about what about there's some really good hemorrhoid creams, like, you know, just, just so they're not they're not out there. You see, like this is kingy. The idea of like He'll fix the fix the problem, really. He doesn't want to stop a splashing <laughs> wine and champagne on his willy. His first thought is not how to you know, be, be diplomatic with her. It's to encourage her, but to stop the pain. Yes, that's it. Take some paracetamol before you go, you know. I have a tube of preparation H. H. Yeah. I'll tell you what, dude, I was, I was, uh, I was, I, I don't remember who I was talking to about. Oh, I think it was our deal. You kind of remember when, um, when we had an issue in a, in a supermarket, and was it in Mexico? And we were like, yes. I was yes. like, well, yeah, yeah. How do you ask for hemorrhoid cream in, in Spanish or Mexican? You know? And obviously we're on a motorcycle in Mexico, the land of the Chile. So we were both a bit struggling. Like <laughs> We were. So, uh, so Dave's put in the, put in the shopping in the, in, you know, we're in this supermarket. And I, and I goes, oh, I'll go off and I'll, I'll try and, you know, ask. So I goes to the, I said, hello, madam. I said, oh, uh, hello. And I said, them, oh, ah, oh, hey, oh, ah. And she was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm going, the boom, the boom. She got, oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. And I went, no way. I goes, yeah, dude. You know what everybody dreams called in making Dave's going, oh, shut up. So, yeah. I've got so, you know. Yeah, listen, there's one here for 10 bucks, but you get a free applicator. Mm. And Dave's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to kill you. Um, aye, so that was it. So hemorrhoidos. Well, you could do that, but you don't want to stop the phone, do you? So, you know, you've got do you to... think the wine would sting on your hemorrhoids? Do well, you I if they're hanging out. No, really? he's got... Oh, I've never had angers. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, no, I've never had angers to be fair, oh. but you know, I mean, you know, as as the as the motion goes, it it you know it yeah. Well, I would have thought if they if they if they hang you know a bunch of grapes, it's going to put her off as well. I know that's what well, I was clearly thinking. not. No, I mean, she go whoa, and she'd run like, run a mile, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm so boring. I was going. Oh, I wonder if that's red or white wine because the red wine's going to stain that. Yeah. So that is where my head went initially. Then I went to there's another person that's wasting some decent booze in batter and body. You're obsessed. So you just stick it in a glass. It's much nicer. Although I'm not opposed. Not me, but you know, I'm not saying splodging isn't fun. To so hold on, extent. hold on, hold on. So Tash, fundamentally, what we're seeing is a, a little bit of a window. You've just taken the net curtain past the yeah. window of your life. Yeah. So, so fundamentally, the way you get through it is that you're constantly pissed because <laughs> your husband doesn't pay attention and your kids drive you nuts. And any any possible spillage of any alcohol that isn't into your gob is sacrilege. I think this is great. It's like yeah, but then you're worried about the laundry all the time. Yeah, that's can also it. I can imagine if we were doing it with Nutella. Do you know what I mean? What a mess. That would be a nightmare. Delicious. It, would. it wouldn't slip off as much and it wouldn't sting. Yeah. There's the answer. Use yeah. the Nutella. What was, he, what was if she's diabetic? Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you go then? Think of these things, you know. You know, you've got to... And you've got to think, if they're doing it a lot, you've got to think, you've got to start to think of food groups and nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also thinking, I'm thinking practically, let's go back to it here. You're laying there, you're in bed, it's all lovely. <laughs> And you pour wine over you. The wine, unless you've got a deep crevice of a six pack, 
isn't going to stay on a stomach that long, which means you've got to slip down the body pretty quick to catch it dripping off the edges. I'm just thinking the wine isn't practical, you know, on a body. It's basically hold on, hold on, hold off, on. isn't it? No, yeah, no, Tash, no. And this is not the point. <clears throat> I've got it wrong. You see, yes. Because the thing is that actually, you know, you don't actually always have to make love in bed. Oh, I see. A wine <laughs> fountain now. So, <laughs> no, you know, I suspect or, she's dripping the wine in an erotic fashion. Yes, blip, quite deep. Blip, blip, lick, blip, lick, blip, okay. lick, until she achieves the purpose intended, you know. Um, that, that's what I would say. She's not going to get like half a bottle of Asti and chuck it all over him and suck. <laughs> I mean, where, what would be the point in that? Oh, <laughs> That's what you call Pina Grigio. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I'd try and fix the problem of your hemorrhoidos. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just for life in general, really. Well, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. If you've got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony, uncle's a line. It's time to head to Confidential Corner. This is going to be testing for you. It's called the FaceTime Fail. We need one male and one female uh, name, please. So, uh, Uncle Dave, male name. Uncle Sire, female name, please. Uh, Brian. Brian. Tracy. Oh, okay. Brian and Tracy. This is this has come from Tracy, who's got herself in a bit of a spot. Dear Agony Uncles and Auntie Posh, said Tracy, I don't know how to face my parents and they're gonna be here in a week. I live in South End. They live near Lake Coniston. I moved here after uni to be with my boyfriend. We live together. I FaceTime my parents on a Sunday night. It's always lovely. They're coming to stay for a few days, and they're going to be here in a week's time. So on our last FaceTime, we chatted about the arrangements. My boyfriend was sat next to me. We had a nice chat. The thing is, I'd forgotten about the FaceTime call with them, and me and my partner, Brian, and I were mid-shag on the sofa when it came in. But that was okay, as we quickly chucked T-shirts on and carried on as though nothing had happened. We were very pleased that we appeared to have got away with it. Once the call was over, I shut down FaceTime, put the laptop on the table, undressed, and we got straight back into it if you know what I mean. Indeed. But after a minute, I, I, I thought I could hear my dad's voice saying, Helen, for God's sake, how do you switch this thing off? Followed by <laughs> mum's rather hysterical voice saying, just look away, Robert, just look away. Ah. I panicked and grabbed my laptop, but the screen was blank and I quickly turned it to face the other day and switched it off. But I can't help thinking they've seen us in full flight. If that's the case, when they arrive next week, what on earth am I going to say to them? Should I mention it? Or do I just hope they were talking about something else? Says Tracy and Brian. Over to you. <laughs> well, they clearly weren't talking about something else, were they? Because they've <laughs> caught them mid, you know. It wasn't FaceTime, was it? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Mid copulation. That's what that is. That's, uh, oh dear. I'd well, say nothing until the parents bring it up, as they say. <laughs> 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 I think clearly that yeah no they, they've definitely caught them at it and um and mum saying look away look away daddy look away look away oh good god um yes I can imagine that but yes uh, yeah yeah I wouldn't mention it just saying out and you're just gonna have to you're just gonna have to you know with with bravado and a steel will ignore it. And make sure that none of it, <laughs> none of it's happened. Pretend none Which of it happened. Which of course happened. it has. None of it's happened at all. But in your defence, then I think the parents should basically have, have either looked away very quickly and shut the computer down 
and realised that it was an embarrassing, what's the word, compromising position. Do, do you know what I mean? Because obviously you're living together in South End. You know, you are doing thingy, aren't you? You're not kind of like, you know, you are a couple. Um, I mean, like breaking off, breaking off your passion for a FaceTime call and getting stuck in again. I mean, why did they take the FaceTime call in the first place? That's what confuses me. Mm. You don't have to accept it, do you? Well, you don't. But you see, if you've got, if you're into a routine of yeah. like, speaking to your parents all the time, you know, do you know what I mean? I can see how it happened. I just, I just think that. <laughs> we're in mid shag. <laughs> hold on a minute, I've got to speak to me dad. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, just, just, hold that thought. Oh, oh, look at that. Oh, God, yes. It's also that. <laughs> oh, God, love them. I couldn't concentrate on the conversation when they're talking about the traffic conditions coming down from Coniston. And he, you know, he's there with a monstrous erection and she's feeling, oh, you know. And it's like, you're not interested, are you? There's a time and place for everything. Who cares about what roadworks are on the year 590? Nobody. <laughs> exactly. You know. Yes, and the fact it's 35 minutes used to take over an hour when she was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> all that. <clears throat> it's not, you're not bothered. You're in passion. You're revved up. Oh, dear God. Uh, I, 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 th- I think, I don't know about you, bro, but I think that's an ignore. That's just like, didn't happen. Uh, la. Put your fingers in your ears and go, la, 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 la. Yeah, it must, must have been a film or something yeah, you, you something, watched. Something yeah, on. yeah. the yeah. fact that, that um, you know, the fellow had the same tattoo on his backside as Brian is purely coincidental. <laughs> purely. 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 purely yes, so these things happen, you know, on the internet. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it, it happens all the time. I mean, all the time. Oh, yeah, I've got to be careful, haven't you, what you press. You know, we had this talk last week, actually, about... You know, certain people who obviously get intoxicated and, you know, never tweet when you're drunk is one thing, isn't it? Certainly never use a camera, as some celebrities have and showed their private parts. You know, it's just stupid, isn't it, how stupid people can be? Mm. You know, at least we get the BBC, we get paid for being stupid. Well, yeah, I mean, there is that. There's cameras everywhere then, but... Oh, no, I was going to say you keep your clothes on, but of course you don't. No, 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 no not, not, not normally. <laughs> no, no, after, no, last time was Finland, though, Kingy. Oh, yeah, no, I, we're I, not saw, uh, I mean, I turned 60 and I saw me back for you running down that jetty out the sauna. Yeah. Uh, no, no, there was a time and place to stop. Yeah, that was, that was definitely That was it, it yes. I always remember the embarrassment of being of a certain age. They came around with a tear, didn't they, halfway through? And I had to go out the sauna, and I was in the sauna with these Finnish gentlemen who didn't give a bollocks really about being stark naked. No, and well. the runner said to me, "Do you want a dressing gown, Dave?" And I didn't know what to do because I thought, if I go and get my cup of tea with a dressing gown on, the Finns are going to think I'm odd. But there again, I thought, "Oh, I'll just go for it, really." And I remember it was—I remember queuing up for me tea in the buff. And um, one of the runners said, this is really messing with my head. So it's not doing my much good either, really. But then in Namibia, we give your mother a shock, didn't we, Kingy? Yeah, we did, yeah. <laughs> it, was good. it was this lovely watering hole. Oh. And then uh, and, and the, the, the photograph, I, I can't remember what the headline was, but um, there was a photograph. It was, it was the mirror. Uh, it, it was the, the, the Saturday Daily Mirror, and it had beef on the menu. 
That's right, yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Beef on the menu, heavy biters, beef on the menu, right? And fundamentally, it was Dave and I were doing a duck dive and we were absolutely stark bollock naked in this lovely, lovely watering hole. So we did the duck dive and then there was a photograph of Dave's butt and my butt next to each other. Synchronised. Synchronised duck diving, you see. And then my mum my goes, she rings us up, she goes, oh, yeah. She said, I had Mavis in from next door. She said, oh, the lads are in the newspaper. She said, when I opened the bloody newspaper, I was expecting to see your faces, not your asses. She said, can you just, can you bloody tell us next time, you know, give us give us some tip off. I mean, I didn't know what to say to Mavis. And I was like, oh, sorry, mum. I, 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 I didn't think it would make the, you know, I, I, it, we were in Namibia. She said, well, it doesn't bloody matter. The photographer wasn't, was he? He was there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but we didn't work that one out. We didn't think it through, ma'am. Sorry, she said. Well, you too. And I'm getting on the bloody phone at Maya's as well. Where's he? <laughs> We've both got proper wrong. Right. I was like, Whoa. Beef on the menu. That was great, though. That was our first headline, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah at least it made an idea. impact. You don't get, they didn't get, didn't get that with, with Mary Berry, do you? No. Oh, oh. oh thank no. God. No, oh, then yeah. we went from there to cook babuti and mealy pap. Yes, yeah. Uh, oh, that was what my mum said as well. She said, well, which one's which? <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't work out which one was my butt and which one's... Because it's not your son. How can you not know? But she said, well, which one is it? <laughs> well, I couldn't tell her. Idea. I couldn't fair. tell her either. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen us both like that before. Well, I've never looked at yours and I never, you know, you don't see yourself, do you? Well, you do it. I mean, you haven't got, you know, when do you see your own backside? Never. No. If you think about it. Unless you're checking you know. your rides. Yeah, but then you've got, you know, you're looking at the gap in the middle, not the whole thing. No, oh, yeah, and absolutely. Your rides. Absolutely. So back to Brian and Tracy. Yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? Don't mention it. And if they mention it... Just deny everything. Just say, look, I'm really sorry you caught us mid, you know, mid, yeah, sorry. Well, look, they're from Coniston, which is, I know it well, they've only just got internet up there. And if they're your parents, they won't understand anyway. No, so it'll be fine. Just you blank your way out of it. I love that. Well, just look away, Brian, look away. Oh, I think that's great. Oh, God. And what would our darling Tash's uh, uh, comments be to that, do we think? Or she'd probably tell us a tale that it happened to her and her husband when they were courting. Yes. And daddy saw it. You know, yes. but that's why the, that's why they had to get married. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shotgun wedding. Yeah, shotgun wedding. Get shotgun the purdies out and get the lad to the altar. If, if your life's in a mess, mess then the email address is the agony uncles at the hairy bikes dot co dot uk. Yeah. Well, time flies when you're having fun. And here we are at the end of another Agony Uncles podcast. Thanks so much for writing in and sending in your troubles. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much. But if you haven't already done it yet, email us. It's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. Then make sure you follow or subscribe so you don't miss the new ones when they come out. Because you wouldn't want to do that now, would you? Absolutely not. So until next week, it's goodbye from Tash. Tash? Bye. Goodbye from Mr Jeeves. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me and me mucker. Bye-bye. Bye.